Hello and welcome to Light Time Court, the podcast where we discuss your favorite made-for-TV movies. Whether you love to hate watch or hate yourself for loving them, pour up a glass of your favorite cocktail and join us. I am your host, Patrick Serrano, and my guests today are... I am Drew Current. I am Megan Powell. Yeah. Hello, Megan's Megan Powell. Back. I'm back. Back again. Season four. Fourth she, time, I think. Yeah. She back. She back. Every season. Gotta have Megan on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah. Um, well, what's funny is that, you know, we get the list of movies from Lifetime and I like sent out a, a couple emails. I'm like, what do you think about this one? Because now you're not just um, Danica McKellar expert. You have like a wide range of knowledge, right? Yeah. I'll go with that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I feel like Olivia Newton-John might be like your jams. Yeah. I thought you put something on Facebook and like, who knows Olivia oh, Newton-John? Yeah. And I was like, I'm your girl. That's mm-hmm. right. Right here. <laughs> yeah. So did you like... Grease soundtrack, Grease. You Grease like all day, all Grease all night. Grease okay. all day. Yep. Were had you, the, were had you ever the in first Grease? solo album. was in my dad's record collection. You Did you ever play Rizzo? feel like you'd be a good Rizzo. Oh, but I wanted to. Only in my bedroom, you know, oh, when I played the in record a and sang along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I Sounds was like a drag. I was. I was a non-named character. Yeah. In I, Greece? In Greece. I think I was the only male that wasn't a T-bird in the whole show. In the whole show. <laughs> I was like a jock. Were you like, tell me more? Tell exactly. Me more. Yeah. I was in the back. I was like in all the group numbers, the only non T-bird male in the cast. Oh, wow. That's like okay. how I was in the musical Guys and Dolls in junior high. And I was a cheerleader mm-hmm. in a big like musical number right? scene where oh, okay. people danced across different kinds of people. And there were two cheerleaders in New York in the 1950s sure. where they gamble sure. for some reason. Yeah, You know, and those roles are the hardest because you don't get any context. You're not on the script. No. You just got to make up a whole character uh, for yourself. Yes, you do. And you're like, well, yes, I, I'm the the jock of, of Greece. <laughs> <laughs> Who's not a T-bird. I right. was Albert uh, Peterson in Bye Bye Birdie. Yes. I was the main guy. So I don't know what it's like to be. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's fine. I have the podcast now. Yeah. After the podcast, you can tell us what it's like to star in a musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, yeah, right. Yeah. You know, I, I'll tell you all about it. It's great. Well, it, we have a movie we're talking about, but before we get to the movie, mm-hmm. we have some business to take care of. Business. So the business time of the podcast is when we say, "Hey, write a review of the podcast," and we've actually gotten a bunch of reviews, which I will pull up as I'm talking about them. So we are trying to get. What do we say? A thousand? One million (laughs) (laughs) reviews. Look, we don't care. Just write a review. The number doesn't matter. We got 100 for the holidays, which was amazing. Yeah, that was amazing. Thank you so much. Um, But yes, we are looking to get more reviews. And we got some recently. I will read a few. There was one really funny. Um, Oh, actually, this one's newer that I just am seeing. It's from Boogerdy Boo. Boogerdy Boo. Boogerdy Boo. (laughs) They say... Thank you for making 2019 a whole lot brighter. Sunflower emoji. Is that a fox? Oh, a cat. It looks like hot rod. Hot rod emoji. <laughs> How uh, they know. A toasty thing and a heart. Yeah. Yeah. They must follow Drew on Instagram because that's must. that's all his Instagram is, is cats. Yeah, it's just cat stuff. Cat pics. It must be. Yeah. Hot rod. Cats and hearts. Cats and hearts, baby. Well, thank um, you, Boogerty yeah. Boo. Thank you, Boogerty Boo. There's a couple more, but I'll save them for another time. Mm-hmm. You know, write a review, have emojis in it. That's it. That's, That's it. so That's cool. All I, reviews that. of reviews. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yes, exactly. We're, yeah, we're Participate, gonna, we'll people. We'll review some of your reviews. Right. That one, five stars. Five star. That's a five star <laughs> review, review, review of our podcast. Of, <laughs> we just reviewed a review of the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Yep. Right. Review. Five stars. Yeah, five stars. Good job. Good job, Burgundy Boo. You did it. So, okay. No, business done. Business over. Business. Business, yes. We are talking about today, Olivia and John hopelessly devoted to you. Oh. You know, that's oh. the title of the movie. That's a whole, that's a big old title. <clears throat> yes. Um, 2019 Lifetime Acquisition from Australia. So it was a mini series in oh, okay. Australia, Drew. Mm-hmm. Then they've turned it into a movie, or they just repackaged it as a movie for us in the United States. Oh, okay. Yeah, they just put the two parts together mm-hmm. that they oh, aired in. Gotcha. All was it in two parts then? Yes. Okay. Originally, originally it was. It was. Cool. But they, they smashed it all together. You can, all you can even look up the, what the ratings were. They smashed it all down to an hour and a half. That's right. An hour and a half with, with the, you know, singing. Dancing? Great. Was there dancing? Yeah, I think there was. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, lots of wigs. Lots of wigs. Lots of makeup. And drama. Drama. So much drama. Yeah. She had a... She has had an interesting life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Them Australians mm-hmm. know that drama. Yes. So, total <laughs> Lifetime biopic. Lifetime has problematic biopics, Drew. You yeah. may not know. I, oh, you need to fill me in on this as I, well. So, uh, yeah. they... In the, like mid 2000s they had us like a rash of biopics so they did a britney spears biopic britney ever after no. included no songs of her 10 their two for 10 year mm-hmm. career right. yep less than that yep they did they did it <laughs> did a biopic on someone um, who's not dead uh-huh and had only been around <laughs> for like nine years at the time you know and it had none of none of her music because uh-huh. they couldn't afford the rights to her music. Right. So it's basically a blonde actress mm-hmm. in a belly shirt for two hours. Okay. That's it. With a southern drawl, sure, I assume. Sure. Chewing gum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then they also did a Lisa Left Eye Lopez movie right after she died. Oh. Um, what was a TLC movie? Mm-hmm. And nothing really uh, notable about that. Also, okay. didn't have any of the music right in, in its biopic. <laughs> uh, they just have the costumes from No Scrubs video, and they're just walking around. They're like, "No Scrubs, I can't sing that line, so I'm going to say No Scrubs." I'm just going to legally, it. I can't s- sing No Scrubs. <laughs> we don't have, but the I can say the two words "no" and "scrubs" yeah. right one after the other. Yes, they probably had they they had to like get some lawyers on that mm-hmm. probably to be like. Yeah. <laughs> And then this? they also had a Whitney Houston biopic right after she died, where I, I kid you not, it's it's Yaya from America's Next Top Model. If anyone knows America's <laughs> Next Top Model, it's me. Uh, that's my other podcast. Yes, you do. <laughs> that's the other podcast. But she would be like in Whitney drag, and she like have like a Whitney dress on and like you know the crazy hair, and then you would see her like walk on stage, not see her sing. And she'd walk off stage with like a towel and be like, that was a great with set. With the crowd <laughs> roaring Yeah, the crowd's the like, <laughs> amazing. So three <laughs> biopics of lifetimes. No music. Not a artists. note None of music. Of okay. So Olivia Newton-John, colon, hopelessly devoted to you, is really a breath of fresh air. Oh, so it does have some I'm, Olivia Newton-John. This is good context to have. Yes. I did wonder, um, because they did perform the actual songs or the the lead actress who played Olivia Newton-John sang the songs, yes. all the big, you know, major songs. 
and and they reenacted um, scenes from yeah. or filming of uh, her physical video oh, yes. and from Xanadu and Greece that I thought there must have been some kind of permission. Right. Well, okay. the Australia people love Olivia Newton-John because she's like from from them. So of course they're like, yes, make a movie, make all the movies, make a miniseries. Make a make a comic book. Make a I I don't know what a, a YouTube channel. All the Living Newton John all the time. Just broadcast it to like that U two album that got put on everybody's phones, like in your or in exactly, your iTunes. Exactly. It's, that's that's what it. They and I do. should have said all that in an Australian accent. But last time I did an Australian accent, the Australian fans of the podcast made fun of me. Mm-hmm. And but you know, did they say you sounded like you were from New Zealand instead? <laughs> Because <laughs> it's different, Patrick. Okay, okay. Well, I hear just like shrimping on the bobby, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's what I hear. Good day. Good day. I can't, I mean, sorry. Look, there's sorry, a reason people. There's a reason I was the jock in Greece and not a T-bird, okay? And it might be my accent. Because you can't do an Australian That's right. That was part or of the, that's any part accent. Of it, any accent. Well, you definitely couldn't have played Sandy. No, right. From Australia. I know, she's from Australia. Which, you know, that if I was going to be someone in that play, that's what I would be. But not mm. in the original play. She, right. well, yes. Anyway. Yes, yes. Chicago. Australia's uh, a hard they, one to do, kind of. It is. I think it's a, it's hard. Because you, you end up doing an English accent when you try. But you've got to make it. <laughs> oh, now I'm going into New Zealand. Right. Yeah. Hey. Look, this isn't an accents podcast. This is <laughs> that's, a, that's my lifetime, other, a court that's podcast. That's my other podcast. Yes, that's your other podcast. So, uh, Lifetime, or what is this called? Olivia Newton John, hopelessly devoted to you, stars Delta Goodram, Kate Jenkson, Paul David Godard. Godard? Godard. Mm-hmm. Sure. Godard. Godard. Oh, I can't do it either. Yes. Godard, maybe. Uh, and while we are talking about Delta Good, Good Ram, Good Rim, Good, Good Room, Good Room, Delta, she is a pop star uh, in Australia. She's, she's like a, a big huge deal. star. She's so okay. big that she's like uh, a judge on their version of The Voice. Mm-hmm. So oh. she's like a J Lo. She's a D. Yeah. Good. Of- well, I mean, she can probably sing better than J Lo. I would hope. Yeah. <laughs> but I brought a clip today of her singing. Okay. This is her number one hit. Okay. Called. Lost without you. So excited. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, I've never look. heard of this song. It's so we'll play it. She looks like Britney Spears on the cover. She's got like her hands through her hair and she has like a low cut tank top on. Okay. A nude tank top. Here we go. Everywhere I go, I get so confused. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. So kind of country-ish, right? Yeah, sort of. Sort of like kind of a living in Janet. Early 2000s light radio. Yeah. Listen to it at work. Yeah. Yes. Like a Kelly Clarkson, but sweet, you know? Like yeah. a Kelly Clarkson without the soul. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, that might be she, the that might be the production. She pretty, was very young too. Like she started out as a pop star when she was like in her late teens or Okay. Cool. So like something. Britney Spears. Yeah. Sort of so she's Britney Spears. She's she probably was the same actress who played Britney Spears in the Britney Spears <laughs> lifetime movie, but you know, she couldn't sing, so she couldn't shine. Very, that's very but Delta Good Rim shines in this, okay? Mm-hmm. She does great. She does do great. 
So we'll jump into it, Drew. We'll explain the movie. There's a lot to get through because it's a biopic. So, you know, we have to see their whole life. So we start off. It's 1977. We're at Paramount Studios. And Olivia Newton-John is getting sewn into her, like, leather sexy outfit. Or I guess it's not leather. Drew, have you seen Grease? I have seen Grease, yes. So, yeah, it's the outfit that Sandy comes out in. Okay. Puts the cigarette out with her candy high heel shoe and says tell me about it stud i think i remember that Mm -hmm. and she says an australian accent so it's like tell me about it stud (laughs) (laughs) right that's it right i think that was canadian you did a canadian accent tell me about it suri suri (laughs) um yeah and she we see her like She's like recording the the vocals to the you're the one that I want. So she's like mm-hmm. prancing around the set, and everyone's like, "Oh, she looks great." Um, and I feel like in this this like our uh, kind of meter of is Delta like gonna be a good Olivia? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, past check mark. She looks like her. She like she the outfit's great. It's like good production on the replica of the set and everything. Yeah. It's like passes the first test, right? And right. she's singing the yeah. song at the beginning. I was like, whoa. Okay. My mind is blown here, you know? Um, and then we, we see, like, um, John Travolta, of course. <laughs> and he's like, hey, uh, Olivia. <laughs> I Australian can't, I can't doing do, can't do John Travolta. 70s New York accent. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. John Travolta accent. Okay. Hey. Hey, Olivia. Hey, Olivia. Hey. He's like, we're super famous now. How do we get here? And she like, they're walking through a door. She's like, you know, visioning her past or whatever. And he's like, only you would know how you got here. And then it's like. <laughs> yes. And then we switch to a completely different actress mm-hmm. playing Sandy. Teenage. I mean, not Sandy. Oops. <laughs> Olivia. Olivia. Let me have another sip of wine. Right. Okay. So we're in Melbourne. 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 Yes. And they're in high school. Olivia Newton-John is like dancing a little schoolgirl outfit with her friends. And her mom comes to pick her up and gives like the best exposition line. She's like, acting's not a real job. What are you doing here, kid? I'm recently divorced. Okay, moving on. <laughs> you know, It was very succinctly done. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I love an exposition where it's like one line. It's like, we know who everyone is. We know mm-hmm. that there's a mom. There's a sister. There's a Olivia Newton-John. Right. Boom. All Boom. in one line. Yeah, All in they one were line. they were very they did a very good job of hustling this movie along. Yes. So Olivia Newton John, they're like picking the mom's picking Olivia Newton John to go on a singing competition, speaking of American Idol or mm-hmm. whatever, or the voice. Okay. Uh it's called Sing Sing Sing. With exclamation points. <clears throat> or in Australia it'd be Sang Sang Sang. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry, gotcha. Aussies. Gotcha, Drew. Good thing you weren't drinking. <laughs> um, she's very nervous, Olivia Newton-John. She's like, I think she throws up. Yes, she does. I blocked that part out because I can't watch that. I know. Vomiting on screen. on screen. Not necessary. We don't need it. Ever. Did, they sh- did they show it? Like the vomit? Yeah, like spewed out. Did it? <laughs> no, no. Okay. Because I don't know. You really I, close I, put your my, eyes? I put my hand over it. <laughs> no, it's Olivia like, Newton-John is a lady. <sighs> You know, oh, right. please. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on from the vomit. Sorry, everyone who's sensitive to vomit. Uh, <laughs> There's a bit of emetophobia. Yes. So she doesn't need to have a reason to be nervous because she kills it. Yep. She does an amazing job. Uh-huh. She wins the contest and gets to go to London and record a single. Yes. Okay. At the a London. studio. Yeah. No, not just Melbourne. Right. Not just Sydney. 
Right. She's in London, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they get in the studio, and Olivia Newton John's <laughs> like. This will not get old. Right. Me, ever. <laughs> Olivia Newton John's like, hey, you know, I know you want me to record a cover, but how about I write, like, we write a song and do an original? Mm, okay. The producer's like, yeah, yeah, kid. How about no? Yeah. Sing the song I said. Yeah. So she sings a song, and it doesn't really go well. Like, it doesn't chart well. Yeah. The reviews are bad. Okay. It's like her one chance, she blows it. Yeah. Okay. You know? And d- could you read what the newspaper said? It was like a picture of Olivia Newton-John, and I could not see what the shady headline was. I might have been, like, brushing my teeth at the okay. same time. I, like, rewound I was... it, like, three times, and I'm like, yeah. I don't see the headline that says this like maybe I'm waiting they, for like a pun on the maybe living. they didn't mm-hmm. know like what it would have been and it was just like make it blurry right so it looks <laughs> like a headline yeah I mean I can't even think of a good Olivia Newton Olivia Newton wrong oh there it is you know yeah it's like Olivia Newton wrong single sex <laughs> <laughs> Olivia poo <laughs> John, okay 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 we're not we're not writers for newspapers okay <laughs> this isn't the 1960s we write blogs. <laughs> uh, okay, so then the single comes out, whatever, and then she she has a friend named Pat. This she's like a brown haired friend. Okay. Gotta have a brown haired friend when you're a blonde. Yeah, the brunette yep. is always the friend who doesn't become a star. Mm-hmm. Yep. But they join forces to create a band called Olivia and Pat, or really? Pat and Olivia. I don't know which okay. one. I don't either. But I but, didn't know this. Yeah, and the, they like did not know. They go on tour and stuff. And I was actually reading about this because I was like, "Is this true?" And they got like discovered by singing at a like a full frontal nudity strip club. <laughs> and they booked oh. it, and they didn't know it was a a strip club. Okay. So they were like, "Well, we're gonna still sing. We're not gonna like strip, but you know." And then like <laughs> one of like the big music producer guys was at that strip club, you know, waiting for his full frontal nudity. <laughs> and then instead, and then instead, got Olivia Newton, John, and Pat, and Pat. Disappointing, you know. Who, and, <laughs> and we have, should point out that the the movie emphasizes her wholesomeness that she, you know, right? Uh, yeah, Olivia Newton, John is a saint. Yes. Yeah. And Pat, and she probably you know, really is. Like I, I think don't, so. I didn't feel like that was false. No, well, they go like out partying a lot, so they meet this guy. This is where it gets a little confusing because there's a lot of dudes in the movie that don't really matter, and they don't introduce them, and then they're gone in like three and a half minutes. Right. That it's like she dated them, and then it's like a new dude. It's like how I would imagine if I had a single mother, and then all these dudes came into my life, and I'm like, are you gonna stay? Are you going to stay, though? I don't even know your name, and you're already gone. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm, should I call you Jack, if that's right. your name? Or Dad? Yeah. Uncle? No. That's no, what... You, you wouldn't do that. I think that's what uh, <laughs> Mommy Dearest uh, Mommy Dearest did. She'd oh, be like, really? Uncle, Uncle whoever. Oh. You know? Ew. Yeah. Anyways, no, no you, Mommy you Dearest. Gross. You're gross. Yes. So the guy, whoever the guy is, he's like a pop star or something. And he's like, oh, Olivia, come with me and I'll manage you or like help you write songs or something. Mm-hmm. It's very unclear. This was the guy with the teeth, right? Uh-huh. And he like has all these paparazzi following him everywhere. Yeah. Oh, right. Because he's like, come on and get in the car. And she's like, I can't believe we're going to meet Paul McCartney. Right. So he's mm-hmm. some famous so man. So he's like but- in the, and he worked with Cliff Richard who... Um, I'm old enough to know, Cl- remember Cliff Richard, who was like mm-hmm. a big, I think he's still alive. I think he's like, you know, ageless yeah. British singer that 
is timeless I don't and everybody know. loves. I've never heard of that person. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, the guy, the the guy, his name's Bruce Welsh. So Bruce mm-hmm. Welsh is probably somebody like big. Okay. In for the era, you know, he's like Pharrell. Mm-hmm. I don't he's know. like a big guy. Yeah. The Pharrell yeah, yeah. of British music in the late sixties. Exactly. <laughs> and Olivia Newton-John here is dressed all like mod and stuff. Oh, I thought you said like Pharrell. No, like for Pharrell. It's Pharrell. You can understand my Indian accent. <laughs> so they start working on an album, and then he becomes her fiance. Okay. Boom. So now we're in 1970. Four minutes tops. Right. 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 Just like that. Oh, yeah. So 1971, flash to 1971, Olivia Newton John is recording a country song. And she's like, I don't know about this country. And they're like, trust me, it's going to be great. Can I give you a nerd fact? Yes. The song that she's recording was her first single called If Not For You. The first one that made up mm. any waves. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that I don't remember if Bob Dylan wrote it or George Harrison wrote it. He, but they wrote the song? Wrote, yeah. One of them wrote it and the other recorded it. So Bob Dylan has performed it and George Harrison performed it. And then they gave it. So I'm watching this and she's like, I don't know if I want to do this song. Like you're singing in George Harrison or Bob Dylan song. Right. Yeah. Uh, Amazing. STFU, Olivia. Well, we know Olivia doesn't like covers. So she's like, is this an original song, though? Like, where's my original song? Where's my original song? My last cover, like, was trash. My Instagram followers <laughs> want me to do only original music. Can you imagine if Olivia Newton-John was, like, famous now, like, young? Like, yeah, you know? Un- she'd un- be we would have seen her boobs already. Right. Yep. Yeah. Simpler times. Simpler times. 1971. I, I miss them. <laughs> you miss the boobs? Her boobs? I miss right? 1971. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yes. So. I miss- Sorry. I went away for a moment. Oh, right. I, I miss them. I miss, I miss pre-internet. So all the country music gets Olivia Newton-John like, you know, feeling her feelings. And she's like, I'm going to break up with this fiance. We're calling it off. And she writes, I honestly love you. Or somehow she gets that song. She her first up, number one song. Okay. Well, she, she hooks up with, this is, was unclear. She yeah. had a guy that she worked with platonically. This is one guy she never dated. But I think he was married to the, to Pat. I right. don't know. Yeah, because that guy's his, in... His name is John Farrar, and John Farrar became her main like songwriter guy. Mm-hmm. So right. he wrote I Honestly Love You, which was her first number one hit. Okay. That was on the record my dad had. Really? That I, yeah. Play a little something for Drew. I should fast forward to the chorus because I don't know any of the verses. It's not Olivia Newton-John singing this song. No, it's not. I'm going to make you guess who it is. So you don't know? I have no idea who this would be. It's Christina Aguilera. Oh, okay. Oh. Here we go. Just kidding. It's not Christina Aguilera. You guys believe me? <laughs> yeah. I, yes. I could absolutely believe you. I it. could believe you, too. Like you could say any, you could say fucking. It's Julianne Hatfield, <gasps> our favorite singer. <laughs> I brought Patrick, it just for I'm you. I'm so ashamed. <laughs> I you didn't recognize know. it. Yeah, Julianne Hatfield released a cover of a Living Newton John albums. It's awesome. It's great, and, and clearly I haven't listened to it in a long time. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you know, 
But this single was huge. Huge enough for 20 years later. Oh, my God. More than 20 years later. 40 years later. Was right? That- yeah. yeah, it really it broke her in America. Like it got her uh, big in gotcha. America, and then she moves to Los Angeles after. Yes, so she's in Los this, Angeles now. It's nineteen seventy three. She's like touring concerts, playing Nashville, the Grand Ole Opry. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and she. It's funny because Pat is also with her throughout this whole movie, and she's just like, Olivia, how you feeling? And then Olivia's like, you know, that's all great, but I just want to, like, have a normal life with a house and a dog and a horse. <laughs> and someone to share it with. That's all I want in life. It's like, okay. And a horse. Right. <laughs> the grass is greener on the other side. The yeah. horse becomes a thing. Okay. In the film. Yeah, the horse is I a mean metaphor. I mean the movie. I mean the miniseries. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, and she goes, she, she's in L.A. now. She goes on the beach and she meets a man named Lee. Just picks up a guy on the beach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he... Or maybe they knew each other. It, it, it doesn't... It's re- unclear where these guys come from. It's like, all of a sudden, the new dad is there, and you're like, okay, yeah. I guess that's my dad. It's like... <laughs> I guess. It's like, did you meet this one at the gas station too, mommy? Right. Olivia? <laughs> but he uh, moves to the States, and he's going to manage her career, because, you know, that's what all the men in Olivia Newton-John's life do, I yes. guess. Mm-hmm. So... Although she's a little so reluctant about Mick. She does point out that because of the previous guy with the teeth, mm-hmm. forgot his name already, she doesn't like to mix business and personal mm-hmm. relationships. Right. But she's going to go for it. He okay. wants to really help her. Yeah. Lee does. Yep. So uh, there's a very flamboyant filmmaker who comes into the, the scene. You know, he's like, mm-hmm. girl... I mean, not really, because it's the 70s. So he's like, uh, got Elton John glasses on and like a crazy hair. He's like, hey, foxy lady. Yeah. Yeah, you foxy. Foxy fox. Except, uh, yeah. Uh And he's like, I'm producing this movie and I need someone to play Sandy and you'd be great. And And they're totally at like a 70s party producers house pool party Mm kind of deal like a like a boogie nights thing but not porn that yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. right and she's like oh i'm really insecure about my acting maybe i should do a screen test and he's like okay if you want to do it yeah she insists on it because she's a wholesome girl right she plays by the rules she plays by the rules do a screen test like so someone's offering you yeah without Without an audition. And she says, yeah. no, no, I no. can't do it either. And, and yeah, and he's like... <laughs> Screen test. Oh, well, once you meet John Travolta, you will do it. He's hot, hot, hot. Saturday Night Fever mm-hmm. just came out. He's the next big thing. Yeah. He's the next Paul Newman. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And she goes, they like meet up or whatever. Oh, he also promises that he... Is going to retool her image because she doesn't want to be the wholesome girl anymore. He's like, we'll retool your image. We're going to uh, make the character Australian so you don't even have to learn an accent because mm. accents are hard. Yeah. I know. I know that. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be hard to go like Australian to, to American. To American. Yeah. Right. Oh, probably. Unless probably. you're Nicole Kidman or something. Probably mm-hmm. just as hard. Right. To go from. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, she meets John Travolta. They hit it off, and they don't even do the screen test. They're just being filmed, like talking, and they're like, "It's great." The chemistry and he's is like, great. I love your song. I honestly love you. And they start to sing it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
thereby reinforcing that this movie had the rights to all these songs. Right. I mean, they sing I Honestly Love You like 17 times in this movie. (laughs) No joke. Did they they maybe just had the rights to that one song? Right. No. No, they they got the other ones too. They They even had the Xanadu songs, but we'll get to that. We'll get there. We'll get there. So um, the, the manager boyfriend... Lee, he is like not happy that Olivia is going to do the movie. And he's like, you should have had more money. You like, what are you doing? You're Mm -hmm. like, value yourself. And she's like, okay, well, if you were to be my uh, husband or my manager and you could only pick one thing, what would you pick? And he's like, "Mm, I have to pick one. (laughs) Uh... What? Can I sleep on it? And which one? Like, which one do I make more money from? Yeah, right. I love you, but God, that money's good. Right? And she's like, "Out of my life! Goodbye! <laughs> Get out of my life! Good day!" Yep. She kicks out that dad, <laughs> and her the poor kid's like, "Ah, there's no kid. There's no yeah. kid yet." So we're back on set. Uh, she's singing "Hopelessly Devoted to You," and we learn that the movie becomes the highest-grossing movie musical of all time. Yes, mm-hmm. Greece. Yeah, "Hopelessly Devoted to You," which was written by her songwriter John Farrar. For they, it wasn't originally in the original play. Yeah, right. Greece, the stage musical. Although it appeared in the movie, they're filming the first. They're filming like the first scene of the whole movie where she's like shows up at school and it's the first day of school. Mm-hmm. So they're on the set, not shooting, and John Farrar shows up and he's like, "I finished your song, your solo for the movie." And it's like, is he really just bringing just the song now? now? Yeah, like when like... they've started filming the movie. <laughs> yeah, I'll sight read it, no problem. And then she does. She, she's yeah, a professional. She just, <laughs> She sits on those bleachers where they sit during, um, yeah. Tell yeah. me more. Tell me more. Right. Yeah. So then, okay, it's a big hit. I looked it up to see if it's still a number one musical. Guess what the the guess what overtook it? Greece. Guess what overtook Greece? Uh-huh. I don't want to know. Uh, I'm going to be sad. Yeah. And I wouldn't know. I, um, Hamilton. <laughs> Hamilton is not a movie musical. Oh, movie musical. A movie musical. Movie musical. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, Mamma Mia? I don't know. Good guess. Good <laughs> guess. No, it's Beauty and the Beast, the remake. Okay. Really? Uh, uh-huh. Okay. By a lot. A lot of money. By a lot of money. Wait, the remake the, of Beauty yeah, and the Beast? Yeah, the live action Beauty and the Beast remake. Oh, okay. Is that number just came one out a movie couple, musical. Yep. Yeah. Number one movie musical. Second is Grease by $100 million. Oh wow! Yeah, but we're talking nineteen seventy-eight right. dollars within, versus twenty. But that's with inflation, also. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's wow. crazy. Look, but look, it's also, Disney. that means that Greece was like huge. It was so huge. You have no idea. Yes, huge. I was alive then, and I had the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think about how many movie musicals have come out since Greece yeah. for Greece to what be you, number two wait, now. What year was Greece? Nineteen seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. Okay, something okay. like that. Yeah, so, um, you know, she's a huge star now, and things are starting to get a little more lifetime-y in the movie, mm, thank God, because I was like, go. this is very straight-up biopic right. so far. Really? I thought so. But then we get to see Olivia Newton-John's stalker. He has red hair, he has a baseball <laughs> cap on, he's cutting out letters, <laughs> oh, and, like, making a scary stalker letter, and I'm like, oh, with yeah. Complete with, like, the eye, like photos with the eyes gouged out, and then, like, yes. the, you know, red marker on them. Uh-oh. But it's one little scene. We'll, it'll come back and, and we'll talk about oh, it more. Hopefully. And, and creepy music. <laughs> hopefully right. it would come back. Yes. So next <laughs> Actually, is... Actually, that would be amazing if it didn't. 
you're right. just like you're just like just introduce oh, that okay. <laughs> someone there's just like um this probably was a thing this probably was right. the guy that did this next is xanadu and olivia newton john is in rehearsals not the top grossing movie musical of all time they were hoping no they were hoping uh it's the name have you guys seen it no no never You've never seen Xanadu? No, no I like the song. I've, I've never Out. seen it. <laughs> oh, no. Leave. Out of my sight. Leave. <laughs> oh, no. I insist that you watch it soon. Yeah, so sorry I haven't seen Xanadu. I've never... I haven't, I haven't seen a lot of musicals. Right. And, you in know... In general. No one else saw Xanadu either because it gets really bad reviews. They even say, Xana don't. Watch it. You, Xana, must watch it. I feel like I would like it. I, Patrick, I know you would like it. Okay. It's a. It's so awful, and it's so beautiful. Okay. It I, is roller skating disco. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. With Greek goddesses slash aliens and Gene Kelly. Oh. Oh, there's aliens in it? No, Gene Kelly? No, well, the... <laughs> Damn it, Drew. You're like, oh, aliens. Uh, there's aliens like alternate it? life form type yes. things going on, but not, wow. you know, what not the like. What like, this about? <laughs> it's, this it, about? Dude, it was 1980. Just, you got to watch it. So oh, the thing man. to take away here, Drew, is not how great the movie is, unfortunately. The thing to take away is that she starts dating a backup dancer named Matt. Okay. Who is very good looking, by the way. Very good looking. Yeah, because yeah, it's like a lineup of dancers and they're like, pick the one you want to dance with. And she's like, him. That hubba hubba, yeah. So they're like a dating, okay. So just mm-hmm. know that she's dating Matt now. That's our new dad. Hi, new dad. Hi, new dad. And Olivia Newton John, she gets a single, okay. And they're like, this single's gonna retool your image. Yeah. Uh, you had a, a flop of a movie. We're gonna like do something different. It's a Tina Turner hand me down. Tina Turner's like, I don't want this song. Rod oh. Stewart's like, I don't want this song. <laughs> Olivia Newton-John gets it. It's physical. Let's get physical. Physical. I know that one. Yeah. Yeah. And we basically get a replica of the video here. It's Mm -hmm. so beautiful. Yeah. You should look it up. It's really funny. Uh, Because it's like they, the same set production, the same like actors, like it's the whole video. Wow. They really just like someone working on the production of this movie worked really hard to get it to look they exactly got it right like now. yeah yeah it was great great yes i have a physical story a physical story about this song oh, so when okay. i was in <laughs> just to show you how sh- this illustrates how shocking I have the song actual was physical story yeah that i have to show you physically okay with objects okay. yes hold on <laughs> now, i'm gonna play physical under you telling the physical so i went to catholic school and I'm in grade school, and you know how you have music class, like once a week you go to music class. Uh-huh. So we were given the opportunity to um, do a, a a report on a musical artist, and I picked Olivia Newton-John, and we could play a song by that artist. So uh-huh. um, in previewing what I was going to do, I brought in my song Physical by Olivia Newton-John, mm-hmm. and the music teacher said, you can't play this song. Oh, because oh, because oh, it's too sexy. Oh, it's too hot. Yep, it's too hot Let for school. What grade your was body this? Talk. Oh yeah. Um, third yeah. grade. Third grade. <laughs> it was about third grade. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that's it's too. So I had to play. I honestly love you. Mm. 
Yeah. But so it was a radical, like, sexy Olivia departure okay. from right. her previous image. Exactly. Yeah. I it's kind of so. like when uh, Miley Cyrus can't be tamed. Mm-hmm. I can't be tamed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just, Is that the one when she's, like, on a big She's in animal? a birdcage. Yeah, she oh. has wings. Okay. <laughs> Look, I'm just, I'm just keeping, it, uh, keeping it real for the millennials. <laughs> Sorry, guys. My the, two millennial listeners. <laughs> Most of my <laughs> listeners are not... Millennials, probably. Well, no. all you millennials should watch Xanadu too. Yes, totally. I want to. I want to watch Xanadu now. I know, right? So the stalker guy comes back, okay, and Uh-oh. We, we find out that he is still cutting out pictures of Olivia, scratching out her eyes, okay. sending really scary letters, and he has been trying to break into her house, okay. Mm-hmm. And the police tell Olivia they're like. You're not safe. You need to get out of here. There's a man. He's like murdered his whole family. He murdered his family. Yeah. Then this is like in a Louisiana. Real, this is real. This so is real we'll, totally we'll talk about the real case now because I have a article here. Um, the real man is from Louisiana, and he Typical. murdered his whole family because they were keeping, they were getting in between him and Olivia. They were like, you have to stop it with this. Right. You're too I obsessed. Guess. And he... They just wouldn't let him live his dream. <laughs> exactly. Well, right. Yeah. You know, dreams <laughs> Dreams are meant to be lived. <laughs> Don't get in, in the way of my dreams. Don't get in the way of my dreams, all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. But oh that's, that's true. And there was also uh, another stalker that she had. What was his Not name? Not depicted in the film. Yeah. Wisconsin born Ralph Now. Yeah, she had Olivia and John had two stalkers. Oh, well, good. Right. I mean, that's how famous she is. That means you're getting mm-hmm. somewhere. You know, I only have one stalker on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you have one stalker. Don't come for me. Leave me alone. <laughs> you <laughs> stalker. Do? No, I don't. Oh, <laughs> maybe I do. I <laughs> but if you do. do, that stalker should watch. But you could Xanadu. say, but like you could say that you do, right? And then it makes. Makes you like a bigger deal than you I'm, are. Yeah. So I do have a stalker. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I've won. Be safe, Patrick. Thank you. Well, I, I watch a lot of Lifetime, so I know how to handle. But they're them. from Australia, so I'm not. Worried. Right. I'm not super worried. But right. that's so because she had this stalker, and they, the authorities or the security people that were protecting her came and said, "Okay, this guy just murdered his whole family in Louisiana." I'm getting you out of here. It was like knock on the door in the middle of the night. You all have to get out. Mm-hmm. And she, so mm-hmm. she moves back to Australia. Yes. She moves Just back to Australia. Like, changes stalker? her life. Just yeah. catch the dude. But Police. I mean, I, they probably do eventually. We don't really get into the details of it. You know, it's just yeah. like she had this a movie's there. like surface level, surface. surface level. So it's 1988 and Olivia Newton-John is now married to Matt. She's still friends with Pat. Okay. You know, that rhymed. And, Matt, still and she, they have a daughter. And they, they have, have a cat. daughter. They have oh, kids. I thought now. you were going to run. They right. have a they daughter. Have, and her name's Cat. No, I don't know what her name <laughs> her is. Her name's Chloe. Two, so Pat has a daughter and Olivia Newton-John has a daughter. Pat's mm-hmm. daughter dies of cancer. But Jesus. Patrick, it wasn't Pat. It was Nancy. Wait, that wasn't Pat? No. <sighs> this is so confusing. What? Suddenly this woman who's also brunette shows up. And her name is Nancy. What? Because I know this because I watched it with the captions because I was around my family and I was having to watch it on my phone mm-hmm. like while other people were talking. Right. And it was like, oh, I'm sorry, Nance. Oh, I so, thought that that's uh, what Australians it, like it, a, a term of endearment. Like, <laughs> sorry, babe. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry, Nance. <laughs> Isn't Nancy like a term for a 
type of kangaroo, like the kangaroo mother. Or something. Sure, it yeah, could be. I, I think so. It yeah. Sounds sounds right. Sorry, Nancy. Aussies. So, yeah. Well, whoever this woman <laughs> she is, she has a friend da- yeah. who has a daughter. Her daughter dies, and mm. the Olivia and John's daughter is like, "Well, do all kids get cancer? What's happening <laughs> do here? Do all kids die?" And Olivia's like, "No, no, don't worry, it'll be fine." And the daughter's like, promise me you will never get cancer. And Olivia's promise like, me. Yeah. Olivia's like, I promise. I sure. Do. I mean, I what promise. are you going to say? Right. Yeah. You're like I promise. Right. <laughs> but you know, we all, we all know how, how this turns out. Right. Olivia and John, she's playing at the piano. She gets up, she feels her breasts and there's a lump in it. Boom. Cancer. You that know how you promise. do. You know, you when you get up, up from a piano and you just touch your breast. And you breasts. just start giving yourself a self exam. <laughs> That's when I, yeah, that's when I get to do like, a ball exam. This is not this a bit. This really happened in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it, it really happened in the movie. It I'm did. Not, it did. It was a complete shot. Like, not even her face was in the shot. It was just a shot of her in her t-shirt. So she just checking. gets up. Gets up. For, she's, like, playing, I love you. You know, kind of like, like, oh, I've got an itch. Yeah, the oh, doorbell rings, that? and she goes, and she's like, she feels oh, a lump. Oh. Yeah. So, so she goes to the doctor, and she's All like, right. something is wrong. And he's like, no, no, it's nothing. You're being they, There ridiculous. are many benign cysts in, yeah. in women's breasts. <laughs> and she's like, no, can you just like test it? And uh-huh. he's like, all right, you dumb woman. <laughs> like he's the most patronizing yeah. doctor. Welcome to women's health care. It made me so Whatever, angry. hysterical woman. Yes. You're in hysterics. Yeah. Maybe we need to take that uterus out of you. Right. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> so I'll just have more wine. A, a sex scene <laughs> happens, but it's clearly not a lifetime sex scene because there's no like strong male backs or thrusting. It's oh. like they they're sitting on the bed and they're just like you know in in white and being beautiful. It was gauzy and white. Yeah. Mm. There's like yeah, and yeah. beautiful. It was at the beach. Yeah. Right. There's like breeze blowing in. Like, mm-hmm. but you know, so that's the sex scene. Okay. But Olivia Newton John gets. Uh, a call from Australia that her dad has passed away. Hi. Oh, so is she back in the U.S.? Yeah, I guess now. So they, Who knows? Yes. they captured the guy? Who knows? <laughs> we d- I feel like the writers read all, a lot of back issues of People magazine and yeah. then constructed the plot. It sounds like from that. they cut. So if this was a miniseries, so if this was like a two-parter. Right. It sounds like they... They might have. They I'm going with that conspiracy I'm going to go theory. with that, too, because things jumped around and things like, who's Nancy? Right. Not explained. Yeah, like they cut totally out. Totally yeah. confusing. So, But Lifetime don't care. They don't care. They're like, you'll, you're drinking wine. You're, not, you're half paying attention. You're folding laundry. Don't worry about it. So the terrible doctor calls and he's like, oh, you are right. It's, uh, it's cancer, breast cancer. And uh, you don't have any time. So you should start treatments tomorrow. And she's like, but my dad just died in the funeral. And he's like, you can't go. You can't go. You're a woman and you're stupid and you can't go. Listen Uh, to me. I'm uh a man. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Just like a pushy male doctor. I'm like, she couldn't go for like a day to her dad's funeral? Not defending the guy, but it was like, what, the late 80s? Oh, I guess you're right. For the time period. They might have. I don't think they did the kind of, I mean, not to get into mammograms and everything, but I don't think they did the kind of screening right them yeah. right okay that's now. true different era different era but, but still it'll come back around yes oh, okay cool so olivia newton john starts treatment and she keeps it all a secret from her daughter but her daughter of course finds out and she's like you promised what the hell 
Does it promise me nothing some to you, kid, mom? Yep. She gets into Sorry. a fight at school because some kid's like, your mom had cancer. <laughs> Which is like so rude. I, I like have to stop that com- kid conversation and be like, I'm sorry. I know we're kids, but <laughs> you took that a little too far. Yeah. Uh, That's you know, no your mama joke. Ca- yeah, call like, me four eyes. I'm, do a your mama's. Yeah, do, whatever. Do that. Do that kind of stuff. Uh, making fun of me for my mom having cancer. This is. I'm going to tell you right now. Too far, little kid. I know we're both kids, but I'm a. I'm gonna get suspended. Because I'm going to fight you now. Right. That's how this works. <laughs> oh, little Drew. Uh, <laughs> That's how I explained to my bullies. I was like, I'm going to fight you now. I'm going to get suspended for a week. But It'll we, be awesome. <laughs> we do get a nice moment of the daughter like talking to Olivia Newton-John. She's like, well, why wouldn't you tell me? Because I could have taken care of you. You know? It was so sweet. It was really sweet. It's like, yeah, okay, great. Even mm-hmm. though, I mean, we're not delving into the dysfunction and, you mm-hmm. know, therapy that that... Right child had but that probably came from the writer's imagination anyway it was it was good it was a good little scene so matt the the dad the dad the actual real dad this time of the daughter Mm -hmm. um he's an actor as well and he's very jealous of olivia newton john's success and he and her all get this way yeah he has a conversation he's like you're too perfect everything you do is just successful you even do cancer great because she like beat cancer yeah. So he's like, you even did that perfect. Right, and he Ugh. got offered a, a a TV role, yeah, like, like a role on a TV show, which sent them back to Australia, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, oddly, he was like, be, you know, it was like, hey, American guy, be on this Aussie TV show that's going to flop and go nowhere. So he's uh-huh. like totally down, like his career is stalled. Yeah, and, and she's like, oh, pissed. you're jealous that I had cancer? Then bye-bye, we're done. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> out. Get out. Leave. <laughs> and uh, they get a divorce, and Olivia Newton John becomes a breast cancer advocate. Okay, right. which yes. I, I remember that actually I do. Like I do that. growing up. And she like has foundations and money, yeah. which probably contributed to like better screening, better care. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know she is actually a saint, Olivia Newton John. Yeah, she's done a lot for people, and she's a, a friend of the gays for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Olivia Newton-John meets a man named Patrick. I'm going to talk about this, and then I'm going to talk about it more in my recap at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick woos her over with flowers and pizza, which is a way to my heart. Yeah. Stalker, mm-hmm. if you're listening, <laughs> buy me pizza and flowers. And uh, they have a date, and they actually end up dating for like four years. Patrick and is this Asian goes. Also. This is so like Patrick's three new, minutes. New dad. In, three three minutes. Three yeah. minutes. We're in almost the whole done. Movie. We're almost done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, they're like leaving an event and he's like, I can't handle this. Your paparazzi lifestyle. It's too much. He's like, yeah, you think four years has been a lot? How about doing this your whole life? Okay. All I wanted was a horse, a dog and a house. That's all I wanted. I, I feel like she should have just gone for that then. Right. She could have had it. <laughs> but uh, he, they break up. They break you up. You could do that without being famous. And we flashed to 2015, Drew. Mm-hmm. And Patrick goes missing on a fishing boat. And is presumed dead. And Olivia Newton-John feels responsible because she like broke up with him and didn't like take care of him. And the media is like all over her about it because they're like, "Your ex-boyfriend's dead." How long? How long in between her breaking up? Uh, yeah, this I wasn't clear I, on probably that. Probably like a like, few. Uh, they're like, on again, off again. I think. Like how? When did in he disappear? Life. In the movie, it seemed like. Maybe they were I dating in 2000s. I thought it was in, in like, the mid-2000s that he disappeared. Yeah, he, yeah, he did. 
I totally watched this movie while I was visiting my family again. And my mom's like, you've got to tell me what happened with that guy who fell off the boat. Yes. Do they cover that in the movie? Because Drew, this is a huge story. It's still going on now. And I guess we'll just talk about it now a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, The man, I thought he was found in Mexico and uh, had jumped off the boat, swam to Mexico. And to avoid debts. To avoid, like, yeah, all these debts and his family. And he, like, owed uh, alimony. Is that what it's called when the man has to pay? Mm-hmm. And child support. Yeah, yeah. And- so he, like, was skirting all those responsibilities and was in Mexico. Turns out, as of, like, January of this year, <gasps> the man who they thought was him is not him. <gasps> so he's still missing and not found. No one knows what happened to oh, him. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. I yeah. didn't see that. No, because I, I was doing research. I did a I'm like, little reading and I didn't. Yeah. And I was wow. like, oh, he must, he must have. I mean, that's the story I heard. Yeah. It's been generally understood for the last several years, like some private investigators mm-hmm. dug into it and they're like, we totally saw this guy in Mexico. We had like forensic scientists look at his bone structure right. from this photograph. But and the it's guy, him. so the development was the guy who's in the photo finally got wind of the story and was like, Hi, that's me, and I'm not Patrick whoever. I own a coffee shop in Mexico, and I am not him. Snap. (laughs) Yeah. Where is Patrick? Where is Patrick? I'm right here. I'm right here. (laughs) It's actually him. It's It's actually him. Surprise, stalker. And actually, we've been doing this whole thing (laughs) to build up to this this announcement. To this big reveal. (laughs) (laughs) So... Olivia Newton-John sings I Honestly Love You Again as we get a montage of clips of the movie we just watched. My least favorite trope of a Lifetime movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Terrible. You know, like, I don't need to see the clips of the movie I, I just saw with a song. It's, it's like, the well, fucking we've, worst. We've got 20 more minutes we gotta fill with you know ads, what? so we better put this in. You know what? You know what is weird about that? What? Is that, like, they put that in there. They probably, so, like, that was probably they had... The, it would have been okay for it to be in there if it was like a two-parter. Right. It was like spread yes. over time. Mm-hmm. If you're watching it two nights. Two nights. Maybe. Yeah. I still hate that shit. But if Dumb. you're like, I, it's a real shitty way to do filmmaking. But mm-hmm. that is like, I, it's more like to be acceptable, I guess, if it was a two-parter. So you really, you didn't need to put that in there. And you cut out some shit that doesn't sounds like, like who's cut, Nancy? Right. Yeah, like, who is Nancy? It's <laughs> Nancy. Okay, on the podcast, we either pour it up or put a cork in it. We'll start with Megan. What are you going to do to this movie? I got. I love Owen J. Yeah, I'm going to pour it up. She's a okay. she's a favorite since I was a very little girl. I yes. love her. Owen J. Olivia and John. Oh, oh, oh. That's why I <laughs> referred to him. I thought you were talking about an act like Owen J. <laughs> Owen J. <laughs> God damn it, Joe. My name is Owen J. <laughs> okay. What what are you gonna do? I okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pour it up. Um just cause uh, kind of impressive to put a two parter into an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you're right. gonna you're gonna have some there's gonna be some um some poo poo mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be hard to clean the poo poo. But right. I don't know, I think Yes. Olivia Newton-John. I, I, I okay, know. wonderful. Um, I am also going to pour it up because, you know, biopics are hard for a lifetime to do. Mm-hmm. And Bohemian Rhapsody recently was just for all the Oscars and whatever. They got nominated for other things. Mm-hmm. Was this any different than that? 
I no, didn't see no. it. It's not. No. So, no. Uh, you know, if if uh, whatever Bohemian Rhapsody can be nominated for an Oscar, I think this deserves to pour it up. At least to pour it up. You oh, know? Yeah. <laughs> like, and Lifetime didn't even make it. Does right. Lifetime usually make the biopics? The ones I'm talking about, they made. So this was an acquisition. So, yeah, I think this one... It puts it's it a, a different cut above. standard. Yeah. yeah. Different standard. I mean, I'm sure in Australia they gave this uh, in Aussie. Did they give it <laughs> two steaks on the Barbie? Right. Shrimps? Yes. Yes. They <laughs> on did. The Barbie? I mean, I don't know what the Australian Oscars are, but well, I five. think they're like. they're like The uh, Bobbies. The Bobbies? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, the No Cocaine Mans. <laughs> the heath ledger award we're so sorry i know the heathies the heathies (laughs) i love that r.i.p heath the kidmans yes uh so that wraps up kidman (laughs) yes that wraps up our conversation (laughs) on olivia newton john hopelessly (laughs) devoted to you but before we go we have a favorite segment of this weekend every week What you say, Candace Cameron Bray, where we watch Candace's Instagram and we talk about it. Yes. So I have a clip today. Um, Candace has been very active on social media. Of course, she's very busy. Good. Uh, So I will play a clip. We'll talk about it. And that's it. All right. Doing a little Aurora. I'm like, finally got out in the sunshine today. Can we get trapped in these homes and stuff? And I don't see daylight for a whole day. Uh, but we did a cute little 1920s piece. It was adorable. And I didn't even get a picture, which stinks. And I just took my hair out. So, sorry. Okay. What the hell is she doing? <laughs> All these houses she's stuck in? Is she a realtor? She's filming a movie in Vancouver. Multiple movies, actually, in Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, oh, do they just, like, run them around to different sets for yes. all the Christmas? Yeah, and they're in the... It looks like she was in, like, a... Uh, yeah, one of the, like, motorhome kind of... Right, she has oh, her trailer, trailer, of course. Yeah, yeah. But she's filming... She's doing four Aurora Tea Garden movies. That's her mystery series, not her Christmas series. And she films them all in, like, the span of, like, three weeks, but, like, four different movies. How does she remember all those lines? Right, she just gets her pages. She's like, what... I don't care. Just I'll read them. I know who and, the killer is. Right. I'm, I'm she's really of, good at memorizing. I'm kind of impressed with how much memorizing that is. I'm I know. Horrible at that. She said that uh, I've seen like an Instagram like of her talking about how she memorizes lines, and she's like, "It's just a gift that I've had since I was a yeah, kid." Good for her. Uh, good for so her. So filming four movies at once, she's like, "What scene is this? I don't care. I'll just act it, and it'll be fine. <laughs> the, it'll all come together in post, right? <laughs> right. We did a tw- we did a twenties thing. I don't know what movie that's for." Uh, I wish yeah, I took a picture of my we hair. We did a twenties piece. Like what? I don't know. I and don't know. She took her hair off. Out. Right. I, it seems like, you know, I don't, I don't watch any of the non-Christmas lifetime or Hallmark movies. But this one, I'm like, well, I just don't understand what it is. <laughs> I. She's a, maybe you should watch one. I, I'm well, not going to. 
I don't know if I can. I, I don't know if I can. I they they have marathons where they play because she's done like eight of these, nine of these, and so she's gonna have like twelve of them total. And they do. We'll do a whole day marathon. Of and it's like all it, Candace you know Aurora Tea Garden. Aurora Tea Garden. Yeah, she's. Is, is it like Aurora a, Tea with a like initial like, or is it Tea Garden? T A E. Oh, Tea Garden. Yeah, like the last name. Tea Aurora Garden. Tea Garden. Yeah. Tea Garden. Mm-hmm. Like Tea Garden would be like a. Yeah, she's some Norwegian she's thing. some crazy detective with red hair, and you know they've I replaced could, her male co-star like three times. I know that. I kind of want to watch one of them. <laughs> yep, it has Niall Mater. Maybe Drew should watch that and then tell us maybe, about it. Maybe I should. Yeah, that would be good. I that would be good. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, know I don't think you deserve like, that, Drew. Drew <laughs> Drew locks himself in his apartment for a night for a whole day. And, and watches just, nothing but oh Aurora, Aurora Tea, tea Garden, Garden, and oh then does a okay. podcast. If you want to do that, donate to the podcast yeah, I on will. the website. <laughs> <laughs> right, Drew? Yeah, I will only do that if we're fucking donating. Yeah, to. there's a donate button on the website. Uh, Look, what I, say? I know you work. I know you work hard in watching these movies, Patrick. Yeah, it, just to tell me and just to tell me these things, right? <clears throat> and I appreciate. What's your it. dollar amount? I don't. I'm man. I think. All right. If you if you throw if I if we get like a hundred bucks. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll do it for a hundred bucks. I think all right. Because that's, that's a lot. That's like that's a t- that's rough. But I'll do it. <laughs> I pimped you into that. I'm right. sorry. I'll do Drew it. No, got I'll do it. Pimped. Drew, <laughs> you a hoe. <laughs> I'm a hoe, dude. I'm you know, a hoe. It's hard out there for a hoe. It is. It's hard out there for a hoe. Um, okay, I think that a wraps up our conversation about <laughs> Olivia Newton John, hopefully devoted to you. Megan, do you have anything you'd like to plug in the pluggy time of the podcast? This comes out this week, so this is hot off the presses. On the first I don't have anything right now. Okay. Nice. I'm going through my mental calendar and okay. um, go to losimpraviachis.com. Yeah. I'm in the improv group Los Impraviachis. Nice. We'll have upcoming shows, uh, something scheduled downstate, like wherever the Quad Cities are. So if cool. you're in the Quad Cities, listeners, yeah. check us out the first weekend in May. In Illinois. On Wait. the Illinois side. Oh, Rock yeah, Island, Illinois. is that right? Gotcha. Shout out Rock Island. Sure. Okay, yeah. Rock Island. Rock Island. Yeah. Rock yeah. Island. That's all I got right now. Okay, sounds good. Drew, how about you? Yeah, you can find me at Drew, but with pants on Instagram. And uh, I play and listen to my band, The Limbos. We're on Spotify and all those things. Also, new plug that just now came up. Uh-oh. Uh, donate $100. <laughs> <laughs> to, yes. to We have a little donate thing um, on our page. It's... Uh, universehead.com I think it's yeah. on your suit, but I yeah. think it is. Yeah, yeah. But you just click go Great. go to the lifetime and hundred bucks, and I'll have to fucking watch all of them. Wow, I mean, well, as many as you can, as yeah. many as I can, and Aurora Tea Gardens, Aurora, Aurora Tea Gardens. <laughs> there we go. Okay, thank what you. What have I done? <laughs> thank you both for being here. Thank you. Thank you, listeners, for checking back in with Lifetime and Court. We watch these movies, so you don't have to, but if you do, we'd love to hear from you. You can follow me at Patrick Miguel or the podcast at Lifetime on Court. Don't forget to rate and re- review us on Apple Podcasts. Okay, goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.